I'm Dave Cauley, investigative journalist and host of the podcast, Cold. In October of 1985, a woman named Cherie Warren left work at a busy Salt Lake City office. To meet her estranged husband at a downtown auto dealership. She never made it home. Cherie's car surfaced weeks later in Las Vegas. In the parking lot of a hotel casino. No one knows how it got there. Strange. It was strange. Both Cherie's estranged husband and her boyfriend raised suspicion for investigators. I kind of thought that he might have done something. But no arrests were ever made. In Cold Season 3, we dig into double lives, make new connections in the case, and examine the difficulty raised by reasonable doubt. We want answers just as much as anyone else. They have creeps like that now, too, so nothing's changed. That's the new Cold Season 3, The Search for Cherie. Now available anywhere you get your podcasts. Lights. Action! It's the KSL Movie Show. The natives in the Amazon worshipped it like a god. With Doug Wright and Steve Sales. The week's big movie review, movie news, trivia, games, and prizes. All on the KSL Movie Show. Here's Doug Wright. This is a man, a handsome, muscular man. On KSL News Radio 102.7 FM and 1160 AM. You know, people that are listening to KSL right now, Steve, are actually witnessing one of the great gifts of this holiday season. Not one, but two movie shows in is, a row. It is a miracle. It, it is a Christmas miracle that somebody would have actually allowed that to happen. <laughs> I think this is another case of short straw syndrome. You think so? Maybe. I well, mean, Friday's our day. This is our I mean, day. Now, now, yesterday, you know, it was somebody needed a day off. Oh, don't start. <laughs> You're no, going to get us a ride to the train station. I know. We're going to get. We're, we're, all of a sudden, we'll see that big Wyoming sign come up, and I'm we'll pretty go. Sure, Wyoming is not thrilled uh-oh. with that whole no, thing. No, they're not. Oh, they're. No, have you heard? Oh, yeah. We were talking about that. I mean, the, can you imagine that? If all of a sudden your state, thanks to one of the most popular shows on streaming television, on Paramount Network, everything, is dumping all of their bodies just over the border in your state. Well, and then they go to the trouble of explaining that there's no law in this part of the, of yeah, the country. This, so. this county. Oh, thank in, you for bringing that up. Yeah, yeah. Speaking of Christmas and all of the joys of the season, the movie show here for you today. And we're hanging out with our friends at Sound Sleep. Medical. Now, I'll tell you, you know, we're in a building where there are quite a professional offices, you know, and as a yeah, matter of fact. Yeah, my tax accountant's right downstairs. Yeah, and, and you know, our, our kids were raised with, uh, there's, there's a very prestigious orthodontist in this building. And, uh, you know, so I, we're familiar with this. And, uh, you know, they were neighbors of ours in our old neighborhood. But I think they're all close because I didn't have a trouble, any trouble at all finding a parking space today. I think you could have parked just in the middle of the parking lot. I think I could have landed a helicopter in the parking yeah. lot. You know, not that, of course, I have one. I'm not quite the Dutton Ranch yet, but we're getting You there. don't have the golden ticket to Chopper 5? No, I <laughs> No, I have been in Chopper 5 and fortunately stayed in you know, Chopper 5. I tried to catch Chopper 5 once, but... I missed that. Oh, that's got to be a long story, which we unfortunately do not have time for. Thank goodness. Yes, thank you. We probably ought to do, you know, should we be on the format today? Mm. Yeah, let's do it. Let's do it because there are two great reasons. People are clamoring to know what is coming up on this Christmas Eve edition of the movie show. 
plus it's sponsored to do the preview. Oh, yeah, there's that. So there's there's that. Call Climate Services. So I'll ask Ty to hit the button back there, and here we go. The following preview has been rated G and is appropriate for all audiences. Coming up on today's movie show, the big movie review. Well, I'll tell you, we've had a lot of movies this weekend. It is the Christmas weekend. Yesterday we talked about uh, Matrix... Uh, Matrix Resurrections, Sing to Tender Bar, The King's Man, and so on. And, and to be honest, those are the big movies. Those are the big ones because week. they open midweek. Yeah. And so what, uh, in, in our infinite wisdom here on the movie show, we kind of thought, well, maybe we ought to talk about the movies on Thursday that just opened on Wednesday night. Right. That you makes know. sense. It, somehow it made sense, which very few things do on the movie show. And then the other Movies Now, that does not mean that they are not good movies. No, absolutely not. It just means that they're not kind of the big barn burners. So we have uh, The Lost Daughter, Lost Daughter, which uh, is the big movie, and uh, Licorice Pizza, A Journal for Jordan, Red Rocket, and The Reboot. It's back. American Underdog. That was out for just a little while. Yeah, the reason we mentioned last week, because it was playing on the 17th and the 18th, Friday and Saturday, and we thought, well, if people wanted to get a chance to see something new, uh, that was certainly one that's available. Tragedy of Macbeth. Have we found any place to see that yet? I I can't locate a theater. It says it's opening in limited release. Well, apparently... Very limited. Yeah, we are not invited to the party. We are not in the limited party. And if somebody knows where it is opening today, I'd be... It's probably at the Ritz out in Tooele. Well, that makes sense. You know, might be. I mean, I even looked at all the obscure, even the Broadway and the Tower aren't showing anything. <laughs> I mean, they're they're going to show it next Was week. Was the word obscure that you just used? No, no. Uh-huh. Okay. You know, the indie, indie places. The indie places, the yeah. special places to see yeah. select unique cinema. Exactly. Exactly. Okay, so the uh, big review will be coming up in a moment. Movie news. We've got uh, a uh, journal for Jordan, which we'll review a little later in the program. I, you're going to really uh, like this movie. I hope so. I hope it's so. It's a very slow cooking love story. Slow cooker. But it, it's really beautiful. They really did a great job. Guess who is deigning to join us on the movie show today? Besides, stepping stepping down from his lofty perch at the Megaplex Theaters, what? Jeff the Whipple is going to be with us. He's probably exhausted from all oh, the Spider-Man. Can you imagine? You know, they, and that's the good news. You know, uh, uh, Paulette, who's here with us, you know, we were talking. It's been crazy busy. And isn't that nice to have crazy busy again? And, you know, I, I, I made a little, uh, coming home from the remote that we did yesterday, yeah. I made a quick little foray into the Fashion Place Mall. And it was Why? Almost, almost like the old days. It was kind of fun. Oh, I, I stopped. You know, I bed bath. You know, seriously, I love, I love going into the stores if I'm not in a panic. Right. I I, I used to do that uh, downtown a lot. I just walk over to the malls, and you know, I maybe w- was kind of casually looking for a few things, but I wasn't in the panic buying. It was just so much fun. The, the The term is the hustle and bustle of the holiday season. I love it. I stopped into the Harmons on Seventh East there. Yeah, uh, and it screamed hello christmas yeah i mean there were so many people in there and that everyone had a smile on their face as we're like bumping carts like ah everybody okay and they were all happy and i mean just the energy in that building was amazing there is something you know the hustle and bustle of the season so anywho so jeff the whipple will be joining us and we'll talk about uh, how things are unfolding especially with the spider-man oh in movie news i have some bad news for spidey what? Well, I'll 
I'll tell you in a minute. Isn't China going to open <laughs> well, <laughs> for Spider-Man? Well, guess what? They're not happy about this political boycott. Oh, geez. They're, so they, so know, we'll get into that. They're always ticked off about something, they, Stephen. Well, you know, they just haven't caught the holiday spirit over there in China. Well, maybe that's because <laughs> they don't On every level. <laughs> that's right. Okay, see, I just, I just immediately, that's, that's the wit and wisdom of the movie show. I tapped into what the problem is. Well, I think you nailed it. Kind of. It's the holiday season. I don't know. Okay, what else have we got going on here? Uh, some streaming stuff. We'll, now, yesterday, of course, during the remote, I, I, I'm sure there were thousands of people. Okay, I'm lying. Uh, there were a few people. No, there were no people that called up and said, why didn't you do the movie show Top Ten yesterday? <laughs> I think they thought that was their Christmas gift. No, no, trust me. No, that wasn't it? No. Because you're going to punish today. today. It's been delivered today. The movie show's version of a lump of coal. We have got the movie show Top Ten. And that glorious event is sponsored by Call Climate Services, too. Uh, let's see. What else have we got? Oh, Dee's going to show up today. Oh, she is? She's going to show up live and in color. And we are going to talk about some of the uh, quirky picks and uh, telephone torture. Of course, we had a great loser on telephone torture. Ike. You know, I wish that I could actually bestow... Great. We ought to have a loser package. You mean like no. this? You know, he's just rubbing this in. Ike came through with, <laughs> with a, the only one in the world. How long did we hear Steve whine? The two years he was whining. The, I, weren't, I whined two years ago. I gave up. No, no, no. You've been continually whining, the perpetual whine. But it was because I prefer he to think it's two years in the making. He couldn't get a loser T-shirt in black. Well, the man in there black is. finally is wearing his loser T-shirt. I have to admit, though, I do like it in black. Yeah. Lick. Okay. Lick. Very pretty. So, meanwhile, back at the That's ranch. That's why I keep the vest over it. Just, I well, you don't want it to wear out or people to come up and want to touch it like some kind of amulet? Well, I had to do an emergency stop at the grocery store this morning, and uh, I thought, I really don't want people to go, what's that about? So I, You're hiding I covered. your light under a bushel, Steve. That's exactly what I've just it's frightening. You know, there's just more. I just didn't want the throngs of the throngs going, of Where worshipers. Where do I get one of those? Going, oh, you were a loser on the. Yeah. Okay. On whatever that is. <laughs> on whatever that is. Okay, ladies and gentlemen, that's kind of the rundown. When we come back, we're going to talk about Lost Daughter. This got a lot of buzz last week with the cadre of critics here in the great state of Utah. You know, I recognize and fully appreciate. How great an actress Olivia Colman is. But, you know, I just... Dude, you're going to have to figure that out because she's going to be around for a long time. I know. And you're going to have to... It's like Woody Harrelson. You're gonna, she's going to grow on you. Really? Like a fungus. Really? Yeah. Okay. I mean, for those of us... I will convince you... Who appreciate That she might be one of the greatest living actors of our day. Actors. Well, you know... Uh-huh. We're trying to do that non-gender thing. Trying to be non-gender. Yeah. <laughs> the Movie Show. You shall find the babe wrapped in swaddling clothes, lying in a manger. And suddenly there was with the angel a multitude of the heavenly host praising God and saying, Glory to God in the highest, and on earth peace, goodwill toward men. That's what Christmas is all about, Charlie Brown. On KSL News Radio 102.7 FM and 11:60 AM. Well, that a great thing. You know, that I want to do a Snoopy moment, like ah. I know that, that has been around for such a long time, and so many 
of the songs that you know you've come to love came out of that Christmas special. Well, and that little voice, I know, just so precious. It is amazing. Okay, well, we probably ought to do the big movie review, not of the week, but of today, because the big movie review of the week is probably the major. Well, all four of the movies that opened that opened yesterday, yesterday. Uh, day before yesterday. Oh yeah, where actually. are we? Yeah. So yeah, so we are going to though now kind of. This is the big movie of the movies we're talking about today. Kinda. Kinda. You know, here we go. So we actually. And now, the big movie review. Doug and Steve tell you exactly what they think of the biggest release of the week. Lost Daughter. This is one of those eclectic films. Great acting. Great. Uh, we've talked about the amazing performances. And last week, as we gathered with the uh, fellow critics from the. Uh, Utah Critics Association, yeah. Utah Film Critics. We've got to get the film in there. We're not just critiquing everything, although we do that too. We try. We try, <laughs> exactly. But this movie got a lot of acclaim, and particularly for a supporting role and for the, the lead, yeah. big role. And so let's uh, get a little sound now from Lost Daughter. You don't have kids? Yes, I have two daughters. What were your daughters like when they were little? Mama. I'm working. I'm suffocating. Can't remember much, actually. Get up! Mommy, get up! <sighs> She's driving me crazy. Children are a crushing responsibility. <laughs> and, uh, boy, she openly admits in the dialogue that uh, she was uh, not uh, a natural mother. She was an unnatural mother. And that's the Olivia Coleman, and then the uh, younger version of her is played by Jessica Buckley. Jesse Buckley. Jesse Buckley. I'm sorry, Jesse Buckley. And you know, it, it's interesting because this, of course, is based on a novel by Elena Ferrante, Maggie Gyllenhaal. By the way, you know this Elena Ferrante is a pseudonym that no one knows. Yeah, nobody who, knows who she is. But at least she didn't put anonymous on there. And no, you, but they have talked. Uh, her and Maggie, the director, and she said. Yes, but put your own stamp on it. Yeah. Don't just do what the book said. Yeah. Come up with something. A lot that- of authors feel that way. You know, Nicholas Sparks feels that way. Hey, I wrote the book. That's the book. If I sell the film rights, you make it your own. Other authors like Tom Clancy go nuts if oh, you if mess you change around. a word. Yeah, you, yeah, absolutely. So Maggie Gyllenhaal, you know, is is such a unique person. Anyway, she's a unique actress. Yeah, and she's also now, of course, directing this. And so what we have and is wrote this, it. Yeah, this running story of the older version of this character, the younger version of the character. That troubled me in this movie a little bit because, and I I know I'm supposed to let my imagination roll, but there's no way that kind of sprite-like young woman grew into being Olivia Coleman. That that bugged me. Especially when they're only probably 10 or 15 years difference in age. And obviously there are different priorities for this woman. There are different challenges in her life, uh, you know. And Well, that's the beauty of it. That onion just gets peeled back, and you're wondering. I went to some really dark places. I'm like, okay, she really is kind of upset with her kids. Oh, and through the whole movie you're going, what's Did the she do with something her kids? with her kids? Yeah, and basically, you know, and a lot, you know, you're, a lot is left to the imagination. But, you know, pretty much comes down to she was an un... Look, at we're watching that right up there. She is an unnatural mother. It did not come naturally And everything about that, even that scene where she's on the beach, she's on vacation in Italy, and there's a, a Greek family that also vacations there. And they, hey, would you mind just moving over a little bit? We... 
we'd kind of like to have this space. And she goes, no, I was here first. I know. And no she, way. And, and the guy's being very nice. He said, hey, we kind of have a family reunion Yeah, we'll pick it up for here. you and move everything. We'll move you. We'll do everything. And she just is. And so you kind of go, boy, if that, uh, if that leached into her mothering skills. Yeah. Holy cow. And then there is a, the case of the missing doll. This little girl in this family has a doll, and basically it is purloined. It is subsequently hugged. It is put on a shelf. It is thrown away. Yeah. It is stuck in a closet. And you go, what in like, the is world is this? Is this some sort this? of analogy to how she treated how her she kids? How she treated her kids, just kind of putting them on a shelf, kind of throwing them away. So I know and this sounds really awkward, and it is. It is, and it's meant to make you feel awkward. And then we have uh, Dakota Johnson. And for a minute, it really took me a minute, you know, because they've got her looking a little more uh, exotic, I, I, you know. Yeah, her hair is black. Her I mean, hair not is black, used to that. darker complexion. And the makeup was pretty stark. Right. And, and a little, you know, freckly stuff going on. And, and she's, they are kind of working through the story a little bit in tandem. It's not like they're partners or anything like that. But we're seeing her difficulty in dealing with her children. Right. And this lost doll, by the way, is not helping. And then we see Olivia Coleman on the other side and her younger self in flashbacks. And we're going, good grief. For me, the the movie, I, I get it. I know it's profound. But I just didn't like this movie as much as I should have. I know because I'm a critic. But no, I no, just I didn't get, get it. Here's what sold it for me. I heard Maggie Gyllenhaal say, when I read the book, I thought, this person is talking about something that no parent ever discusses. That, you know, sometimes your kids do drive you crazy, and it really puts you on the edge. And she says, this movie just opens that up so that you can actually go, yeah, I feel that way too sometimes. You know, yeah. you don't want to do anything crazy, but you're like, ah, yeah. they're making me nuts. And she goes, and that was revealed in the book. And she said, I tried to reveal that in the movie so that moms, parents can feel like, Yes, it's okay to feel like your kids are going to drive you nuts, but uh, that's the part that really sold it for me. And then yeah. the rest of it is really hard. It's not an easy watch, but it's just so intricately done, I thought. If I were to rate it on the acting and the way it's welded together and the way you know things come about, I'd give it a high grade. But did I like it? Not particularly. Yeah, I don't think you're supposed to like it. I think you're supposed to appreciate it. Yeah, but there's it. some. Yeah, but I didn't even appreciate it that much. I thought it just went too dark and too weird, and it was it was too strange. But you know, dark is. I mean, there's dark, and then there's. Well, it's where your mind takes you sometimes. Right. right. Uh, I think that's the way they painted it, so that you could actually. So what go, was your grade on? Uh, B plus. B plus. Yeah, yeah. I, I I can't go that high, but you know, it's it it is an interesting movie. There's no doubt. I have about a muffin. It. I can bribe you. It's with the no. Even a muffin isn't going to do it. On this one well that's muffin are you kidding but you know maggie gyllenhaal is a unique actress I, I think of you know remember the one where uh, uh bo uh, not bo bridges but jeff bridges play, playing the old country star and she is just the little local reporter oh, whose uncle and yeah. what, what was the name of that it was something um, heart wasn't it yeah yeah uh, not and broken heart and then you see untamed a, heart untamed no nope. no no that's not it but then you see a movie like secretary which is so weird yeah. you know this woman has a range that is she's amazing fearless. when she's on the screen and now we're seeing her behind the camera well her writing is else. fearless and jesse buckley's performance is fearless i thought yeah. wow i could never convince somebody to do the things that she did in yep. this movie okay so the movie and it is rated r the movie yeah the movie is called 
the lost daughter. The movie show. How could it be so? It came without ribbons. It came without tags. It came without packages, boxes, or bags. On KSL News Radio 102.7 FM and 1160 AM. Well, we have to give kudos to our new little elf producer, Gustavo who has come through with some incredible sound for us over the last couple of days. And by the way, we need to thank Andy Farnsworth for stepping Andy up. Andy Farnsworth is producing the show today. So, yeah. We've had kind of Anything the, we say that's stupid, blame Andy. Yeah, we're, we're blaming Andy and Gustavo. Yeah. Uh, just because we're, we're praising both of them today does not mean they couldn't be under the bus in any minute. Any, any second. Any second. So, yeah, no, exactly. we, We're grateful that Andy came in to help us. And very grateful to Gustavo for the yeah, amazing sound. Just, you know, yesterday and today... Every time, you know, Ty hits the button back there, we go, well, now that was cool. Yeah. That was very cool. All right. It is time for a little movie news. Here we go. This is Lowell Thomas speaking, flashing to you the news of the world. We return now to the KSL Newsreel. The biggest stories from the world of movies, cinema, and the star-studded glamour of Hollywood. Okay, director Paul Feig has called out Sony for omission of the 2016 Ghostbusters from the Ultimate Box set. Yeah, even has the word ultimate I know. on the box. I know. Now, if I were to excise one out of my ultimate box set, I would probably say, choose that one. That's that's the one I would choose. But if you were going to sell a box <laughs> set and have it be ultimate, it ought to be in there. I think he has a point. Well I think it's funny how he said it I think it's an oversight. An oversight. Yeah, I don't think so. So somebody wrote, So would you say they've been ghosted? <laughs> Ooh. But um bum. Okay, what have you got for us? There's, China. Okay, yeah. the numbers are out on the on the uh twenty twenty one Global box office. Yes. China, highest grossing at $7 billion. That's 39% of the total yeah. worldwide box office gross. United States, $3.7 billion. Wow. And that's only 21%. Now, projections are, and this was interesting, in 2022, they expect the United States to do $9.2 billion, Okay. Whereas China will be second at $8.2 billion. And so... I guess that will turn around at some point. I remember so many years ago, and it was our friend Chris Hicks who just said, who's the biggest movie star in the world, Doug? And I went, uh, let's see, John, John Wayne, no, it would be. And he goes, Jackie Chan. Oh, yeah. You know, because of that Asian-Chinese market. Right. And that's before he was big over here at all. He, You know, he had his little gaggle of, uh, of fans that were really into Jackie Chan, and they knew who he was. I didn't even know who he was at the time. And all oh, of Don his, Porter sold me on Jackie Chan. Oh, absolutely. And, you know, Rumble in the Bronx was, I think, the first Jackie Chan movie I was really aware that I was watching and paying Saw that at Sundance it. on the midnight showing oh, at the Egyptian. Yeah. The place went nuts. Went nuts. The guy is absolutely amazing. But it underscored to me just how amazing the Chinese market is yeah. and how huge it is. And it was growing like crazy. It continues to grow like crazy. So, yeah. Well, and that's that's part of my story with Spider-Man. Yeah. So we know that it's going to open in Japan on just on January 7th. So that's a pretty good size market. Oh, yeah. And China was expecting. Now, they only did 25 movies this year as opposed. They're normally about 45 movies from the, the Western culture. They only did 25 this year. And one of them may not be. Spider-Man, and it's because they're ticked off that the United States has created this 
political boycott of the upcoming Olympics, and they go, fine, we won't show your darn movie. <laughs> I, I, but think I, of the deprivation the Chinese people will go through not to be able to see Spider-Man. I, I think that could revolutionize the world. They might <laughs> overthrow could, there, the government. There might be an uprising, you yeah. know, who knows. Okay, what else have we got here? Well, do you have, I have one more. One more, like, real well, Slam Dance, the, Slam the, dance. the you know the sister to Sundance. Okay, we, we found out yesterday that you have to be boosted if you're going to do you're going to show up and watch the movies in person. So if you're not boosted, don't bother to come. They're not going to let you in. Slam Dance, on the other hand, is going completely virtual. They will not be having any live screenings up in Park City or Salt Lake or anywhere else. Wow. Uh, so Slam Dance virtual, Sundance boosted. Or don't bother to come. Yeah. Okay. We probably ought to do the most important aspect of our movie news now. This is big stuff, Steve. Right. Because we're in the holiday season. Things get awfully nutty. Okay. <laughs> when you set me up there, I think, <laughs> you say, yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, yeah. Steve, it's time for my favorite song on the planet. The Nutty Nude. <laughs> Four years gone, not since Christmas. Ah, don't we? On the holiday. <laughs> this is Yorgi Yorgison. Have you no respect for the history and the legacy of holiday music? Um, I just gone nuts at Christmas. All right. So what we probably ought to do is tell you the weird story. Now, let's see. Where was it? I had it here. I actually brought it from yesterday because we, we saved it. Are you ready for this? Yes. Remember yesterday's nutty news story? Yeah, what was it? Uh, what, what was it? You're not remembering it? Well, I think if you mentioned it, I'd know what it was. It was, it was a little strange because it was Ryan Reynolds, you know, basically uh, punking. Oh, the, he uh, was pretending the to local, be Ben Affleck. Yeah. <laughs> well, they, well, they mistaked him. Yeah. They, they, they mistakenly thought that he was Ben Affleck. I wonder when they finally figured that out. Aren't you the they Daredevil guy? Probably just now that he actually put it in a podcast, it's gotten back to them. But here we go. Oh, the they're going to charge him double for his pizza. The fictional boxing trainer Mickey Goldmill would likely roll over in his grave if he heard about what's happening to his gym. Remember from the Rocky? Oh, Mickey. Uh, Mick? Yeah, I'm not sure we've got the Rocky theme here, but if we do, this would be a good place for it. The Kensington building that served as the exterior home to Mighty Mick's gym in Look the Rocky Ty film. On it. You know, what's that? Look at Ty get on it. I know, he's just right there. I actually had a little note here that we do have some. Oh, okay. And so anyway... Uh, it's being redeveloped into a mixed-use structure. Zoning permit for the project. This is located at uh, 2145 North Front Street. This was issued last week by the Department of Licenses and Inspections. The renovated three-story building will include commercial space on the ground floor, floor f- four multifamily apartment units on the second and third floors, and a roof deck, according to the permit. Seriously, they're going to... People aren't happy with this. I mean, they're just kind of Gentrify the gym. Oh, my goodness. You know, the iconic sweat box returned to the big screen, of course, in Rocky V. And it's just become part of not only the movie universe, but it's something that everybody took so much pride in. But now... There you go. But the gym is once again restored as a training facility in Creed. Remember that? But now it's just not going to be around. 
<laughs> We're losing an iconic movie By site. the way, you know Michael B. Jordan is actually directing the next Creed. Really? Yeah. Cool. Yeah, in it and directing. Well, Steve, there we have our nutty news, and I think we need to be singing our way out of this with a little Yorgi Yorgison. Oh, no, you're going to do it again. It because we have a $50 gift card to right. the Western Nut Company, and we're going to take caller number yesterday. Was it Todd that won yesterday? I think yeah, Todd won yesterday. He was number six. Yeah, so we're going to go for caller number four oh. at KSL Talk, caller number four. And uh, Ty and the crew back in the uh, studio will let me know who the winner is. So can we have a little Yorgi to, you know, kind of put us in the, in the nutty news do frame of mind? Don't. A little. Do it. Yorgi. <laughs> Nothing's happening. Yeah, I think you're only allowed to play it once per year. What, is that in the, you know. It's in the bylaws. ASCAP rights. Something. Yeah, do you imagine having to pay every time we play that thing? <laughs> oh, believe me, there's still royalties being paid on that. Seriously? Oh, absolutely. Uh, assuming they renewed their like a their buck? licenses, dollar fifty. So, see, I'm treading water here, thinking that yeah, once I don't think again, he knows what we want. We want Yorgi. We want Yorgi. Can't believe I Steve said that out wants, loud. Steve wants Yorgi. Are we still on the air? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know either. <laughs> Ty, you don't want to play Yorgi? It's okay. I get it. Ty, we've yeah. lost them all. Yeah, the little... The nutty news. The guy that sings funny The words. nutty, nutty news. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, oh we've double dipped him. Christmas. Oh, we've doubled him. We gave him two things. Holiday. He had to answer the phone and hit the, the button. Like ah, sorry about that. Oh, you know, we didn't think that through. Some things are pretty tough. Walking and chewing gum is pretty difficult. I can't believe you're talking over your... <laughs> I, know. I know. Here, let's, let's savor this. Here we go. Here we go. What? A word. It sounds like the Swedish chef. It was yerk, which is jerk. Yerk? <laughs> okay. Oh, Douglas, you're such a yerk. Okay. Not a yurt, but a yerk. Okay, let's take a break. We'll come right back. That was a rousing segment that I'm sure is going to be on everybody's favorite movie show tape. They're going to be singing that song all day like, well, yes, not at Christmas. My grandpa used to sing that, so be reverent. Well, I've, I've actually got the... Now four, that I know it has a family I've hook. got the 78 RPM record of Yorgi Yorgison singing. Can you I play it on something? Nuts at, yeah. My, my, I, I have. That thing is like that thick. In Eureka, I have the wind-up. You know, of course you do. Yeah. So when you... Bought it brand new, did you? <laughs> Okay, let's take a break while we... Uh, well, I was just a little puppy. While we choke Steve, and we'll be right back with more of the movie show. Woo-woo. <laughs> the movie show. I can't seem to find my toothbrush, so I'll pick one up when I go out today. Other than that, I'm in good shape. KSL News Radio 102.7 FM and 1160 AM. I didn't know Kevin went that long. Last night, D and I, uh, we, we made this decision obviously weeks ago, but we thought we were going to see Home Alone with the Utah Symphony, and it was so much fun last night. The place was packed. People were so into it. It was so much fun. And the second they bring up that 20th Century Fox, you know, thing, and the symphony plays, you know, that to uh, that. Oh, the- I, everybody went crazy. What a wonderful night in downtown. The movie show. Ah, 
Fragile. It must be Italian. Oh, I think that says fragile. Oh, yeah. On KSL News Radio 102.7 FM and 1160 AM. Okay, Steve, have you watched the Christmas story yet this season? You turn you turn your own <laughs> microphone down. I did. See, I try to do that all the time. And yeah, I'm it's this button right here. Um, yeah, no, I I have not. I, I watched It's a Wonderful Life, um, and yeah. we watched White Christmas White so Christmas. far. So it's on the list. Okay, it's you got it. You have to. Here on the movie show, we're kind of fragile. We're such sensitive souls. I would love. I have a neighbor that has that leg lamp, and he. Pl- I've got a leg it. lamp. You've seen it. It was last year up in the window there. I've got the the real deal. Great. Now i got to take that great gift back. <laughs> Can you have two leg lamps and just put them next to sure. each other? That would be weird, wouldn't it? Yeah. D had it. It was it was a little store. I think it's still there on on, um, on 7th, 7th East. I've seen it. And the, the lamp guy, store. And, and I actually interviewed the guy, and he says, you know, it's really kind of strange because, you know, in order to get those big spiky high heels <laughs> and in order to get you, you go to some pretty interesting sites because <laughs> he'd order them in bulk, you know, like a gazillion. Oh, he'd get the foot and then he'd have to get the Well, he'd, he'd, he had the, the, the cast made of the lamp, of the leg, but then he'd have to order the things to dress it with. Ah, of course. The you fishnet stockings. stockings. <laughs> he said, I kind of feel a little weird doing that, but yeah. So I've had a leg lamp. It's great. I've had, it's been, it's graced our home in Eureka. It graced the movie show set last year. It did? Mm-hmm. It did. Pretty cool. Where was I? Speaking of leg lamps, joining us on the line right now. Leg lamp? Is, <laughs> no. He's, he's not known as Utah's Mr. Leg Lamp. He's known. I mean, this is the guy that is the founder of our feast for telephone torture, supplies uh-huh. all of the great prizes. He's the big kahuna of marketing at the Megaplex And boy, did he Theater. put on a spread for us for the... Oh. The Utah Film Critics you know, Association. Yesterday, Jeff, I was singing, both Steve and I were singing your uh, praises because for our Utah Film Critics Association, which was uh, a week ago tomorrow, where we gathered there at Jordan Commons. Oh, my goodness. First of all, to have that amazing venue, to have it all set up for us, and then to have the food you provided, that was really great. And the food was excellent. Thank you so much. Thrilled to have have you gentlemen on on site here at Megaplex and happy happy Christmas. Well, to, thank you, to you and yours. You know we love our association, of course, with Megaplex Theaters. We love it when we do remotes with you. The sponsoring of Telephone Torture. Whenever there's anything happening here that we'd like to get some local numbers on and so on, we always call you and Blake. And it's it's just been so much fun over the years. And we wanted to check in with you today. And kind of find out uh, what what are the vibes? You know, this is this is a big big movie season. We compare it to what was going on last year. Uh, we're we're a little ahead of the curve, thank heaven. Thank heavens. We we are so grateful. Oh my goodness for for the year that we've had the last year and a half, two years, however we're measuring it. We are so grateful to be where we are now. Uh, the Spider Man is performing. Incredibly well. There's such a great movie selection out there right now. Something literally for everyone. Um, my family went to see Sing 2 yesterday, took grandkids to see it, and they love that. There's just so much so much content out there that's, that's so well situated for just about every group. And Spider-Man continues to perform. We have just had so much fun. I, I just did a quick check. And Utah continues to lead Google searches for all things Spider-Man related and all things Marvel, which doesn't surprise me. We have we have the best movie fans in the world here, and they continue to support these great titles. So we're we're grateful to be where we are 
especially this holiday season. What about uh, Matrix? What are you anticipating with that? I saw it the other night on your IMAX screen at the uh, Jordan Commons, and uh, you know, I'm, I'm still puzzling over it, honestly, as I have puzzled over almost all of the Matrix movies. But it was visually incredible, and the sound, it, it, it was amazing. Anybody who chooses not to see this on a big screen, and if you're really a Matrix fan, what is wrong with you? I mean, you need, <laughs> you need to see it on the big screen. That's that's the joy of it, and thankfully we've got so many different formats. The IMAX screen is spectacular, laser projection or Dolby Atmos sound, even the D-Box motion seats. So there are so many different ways to experience it. And yes, we understand that there are other options as well. You know, viewing it at home, which we get. You know, some people aren't quite ready yet. But a film like The Matrix, if you're not experiencing it for the first time on a on the biggest screen with the best sound possible, you're doing yourself a disservice because it's just one of those films that is designed from the from every frame to knock your socks off, and it just it does such a nice job of that. Yeah, it it is truly remarkable. And you know, I don't mind after I've seen it on the big screen once or twice if it's a favorite movie. And then you know, hey, if it happens to be streaming or something, yeah, fine. But oh, to to deprive yourself. You know, again, if you're ready and able and willing to go back into uh, into public, into theaters, to deprive yourself of seeing this on the big screen, I'd like to know really how how Sing Two is doing. Yeah, let's talk about that because you know Jeff Kaplan called me uh, yesterday afternoon uh, in the four o'clock hour and just wanted to know what was out on on the screens. And you know, I, I just ran through the list. I ran through you know Kingsman, Tender Bar, Matrix, and Sing Two, of course, for the entire family. And as you mentioned. Jeff, when you think of the other things that are out there right now, I mean, with West Side Story that is so much fun, Ghostbusters, Afterlife, and and it goes on and on, and Canto, which is out there. But what about Sing 2? What's what's the buzz on that? So Sing 2 is performing beautifully. In fact, the the toughest job our, our general managers are having is kind of balancing to meet demand for all of these great films. So they're watching... In real time, you can actually play along at home if you want. Go to megaplextheaters.com or download the Megaplex Theaters app, and you can see our team adjusting showtimes and, and adding show schedules so that we're accommodating guests as best we can. So we, we still have tickets on sale for all of these great films. We are going to be closing a little earlier than usual tonight so that our team can go home and enjoy Christmas Eve with their family. But we will be open tomorrow, again, a little later than usual, but in, to allow our team to have you know some holiday time with their families. But... We've all got that crazy Uncle Eddie that we, we need to escape from. So, so we oh, will yeah. be open over the holiday weekend to give, give people a break. Um, but a lot, of, a lot of film choices, a lot of fun to, to come check out these films. The studios are, most of them are shut down for the holiday now. So we're, we're tracking our own data, but we won't have big numbers until you know, later next week or through the end of, of the holiday. I have seen that we've, we've performed extremely well with spider-man we're we're trending really well with sing 2 matrix is is doing great so you know great numbers are happening and we're having a lot of fun because people are coming back to the movies which we're thrilled with we're seeing numbers and we'll talk about this when we do the movie show top 10 coming up in just a, a little while 
But the numbers on Spider-Man are just killing it, and, and we're we're at a you know three quarters of a billion dollars already. It's oh, it per- just went over eight hundred. Did it? Did it go over eight yeah. hundred? And you know, it's it's destined for sure to be a, at least a billion dollar movie, and probably much more than that. And the China market isn't even in yet, and will they be in? You know, who knows with all of the political stuff. But I'll be really interested to see how Spider-Man's doing here locally. So when those numbers become available, maybe next. Next week on the movie show, we can chat about that. Well, and we're thrilled. I mean, the Wall Street Journal covered the fact that Utah is leading the nation with the return to movies, and we've done it as carefully as we possibly could. We've we've had the best fans, the best guests, who've you know we're, we've all been through a tough time. We've all dealt with shortages and and all the other discomforts and and tragedies that go with with the silliness of the the past two years, and thankfully, you know. A movie like Spider-Man, this kind of holiday weekend performance, even with all the concerns out there, we're seeing we're seeing trends in the right direction. We're seeing great things, and we're so grateful that people are safely getting back together and being able to enjoy family time at, at the movies. Boy, absolutely, absolutely. I, I'm curious. Did you like Sing Two as well as the first one, or I actually liked it better? Uh, that's I I liked it better, um, no. and my. The the real critics, my my six year old grandson, my daughters, and you know the the whole family just loved loved the film. And uh, they're well, they're they're catching in condo today while while I'm tending to a few other things. But uh, so fun fun times to get the gang together and and go see a movie. You know, I mentioned the other night when when I went to see uh, the Matrix. It was so much fun to walk in and feel. The, first of all, you know, I I didn't have to you know, parked down at the end of the parking lot or anything, but to have the parking lot full, yeah. to have people in the lobby, to have, you know, people going in with, you know, gaggle of friends and, and family. And really, it, it, it warmed my heart, no doubt. And so, Jeff, thank you so very much. Now, I am hearing a rumor, and maybe you can substantiate this rumor or confirm it. By the way, yeah, I don't know if you're listening to the special edition of the movie show yesterday, but I think we had the most exuberant loser ever in the history of telephone torture. He was the last loser of the day, if I remember right. And he just, he was thanking his mother. He was thanking his aunts and uncles. and His, his first fr- grade teacher. Yes, first grade teacher for allowing him and preparing him to be a loser on the movie show. It was eloquent. That was hilarious. I've never seen a person who lost a contest more exuberant. I think even Blake would have been proud of sponsoring Telephone Torture yesterday. It was just, Maybe for the first time. It was. <laughs> well, clearly, clearly, clearly what we need to do is come up with a congeniality prize for that individual. So if we can track him down, let's. Let's reach out because tis the season, and let's let's do the right thing by Megaplex standards and and take care of even even those that come in a close second. I want you to know that Steve's wearing the only existing <laughs> black "I am a loser," you know, on the movie show T-shirt because he whined so much that finally Ike Yosby just came. No, no, in. I said, you know what would be a good idea? No, no, no. You whined for two <laughs> years. Do a black one. And finally, Ike just went, oh, my goodness, it'll be so much easier just to make one for this clown than listen to him whine for the next two years. Or he could appreciate my genius and say, you know genius. what, we need to make about a 1,000 of these. Genius, huh? But then the them. value of yours would go down dramatically. Jeff, what are we going to give away? I'm willing on? to share. What are, we, what are you going to do, cut it into pieces and sell them for 20 no, bucks No, I mean, for other people to get the same opportunity. This will become like a little bit from the shroud. I'm going to bury you in it. <laughs> How's that sound? 
<laughs> has little notes of authenticity. This really did come from the one and only Steve Sales Loser T-shirt. I'm going to go Roy Kent on you in about eight seconds. Okay, and I'll be a Ted Lasso, and I'll continue to be a decent person as I always am. Now, what have we got coming up? Still taking Blake on the long trip through the you know to the ski resort, you know, uh, like White Christmas or something here. Yeah, or we're just going to drive him to the Wyoming border and take him to the train station. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> okay, what are we going to give away on telephone torture today? I'm hearing rumblings. Well, in in honor of Spider Spider Man's popularity, I thought we ought to put together a Spider Man gift basket. So I've got I've got a Spider Man Funko Pop. I've got Spider Man collectors tins. We'll do the other usual prizes, the movie passes. I'm also going to throw in a Megaplex Megatub and a 2012 Megatub refill. So the little tags, the little tags that people can hang on any Megatub, Megatub which will basically put a, a, a fresh license plate on your on any Megatub. Wow. So for 2022, so we'll we'll hook up the today's winner for telephone torture for their popcorn refills for next year. So you'll get the Mega nice. Megaplex Megatub, the renewable uh, tag for next year, the Mega Mug refillable cups, the movie passes, the whole the whole shooting match. So Spider Man, very, uh, Merry Christmas from our friends at Megaplex. And the spot, what's a Funko, whatever it was that you mentioned? Those those are those funny little statues that the people collect. Doll things. That, yeah, ah. the little doll things, and we've got a Spider Man collector that. Uh, collector's edition that I think someone who's a Spider-Man fan will absolutely love. No Spider-Man wow. tights? Uh. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Spider-Man sold separately, but... Uh. Yeah, a little whip-slinger. Okay, I have you know, I like how they were discussing the different ways that they uh-huh. were slinging the webs. I know, we're slinging the webs, and yeah, that was we're getting into the weeds or into the web right now. Hey, Jeff, again, yeah. thank you so much. We We love the relationship we have. With Megaplex Theaters, we so appreciate your friendship, Blake, all the great people there at Megaplex. Have a very, very Merry Christmas. And let's talk next Friday and see how the holiday numbers are looking, okay? Sounds great. Take care and happy, happy Christmas to all. Uh, thank you. And Thanks, give, Jeff. Give our best to your Love family. you guys. All right. Jeff Whipple with us. And, man, I'll tell you, telephone torture has taken on a whole new weight. Well, yeah, if we're going to get, you know, thespians I mean, like Ike coming on and man. thanking for the honor of this, this is a big one. Oh, you mean the, the prize the package? The prizes is what yes, I'm talking about. absolutely. Yes, okay. So uh, you'll want to be tuned in for telephone Are you going to sneak attack? Uh, Maybe. Uh, Maybe. The Movie Show. KSL News Radio 102.7 FM and 1160 AM. Just a little uh, time before we hit the news here at the bottom of the hour to let you know what is still to come. We've got other movies to talk about. And by the way, we'll give you a quick recap of the big movies that opened on Wednesday yes. as well. But uh, journal, <clears throat> a journal for Jordan is uh, coming up, Licorice Pizza. I've had some people ask me about that one. An American Underdog, kind of a re-release, a re-mention of that. Uh, We still haven't figured out, and apparently it's not going to be showing anywhere in our area, but we'll be streaming, what, just after the first of the year, the tragedy of Macbeth. So we've got uh, those movies and more Red Rocket, plus Dee is going to join us for her quirky picks of the week. I blame him Would you say we have a plethora? We have a plethora of things, and we have... Boy, we have a mega prize for telephone yes. torture today, thanks to Jeff the Whipple. Who all was, things Spidey. All things Spidey and everything else. And then a mega tub with the 2022 refill tag. Yeah, I don't even have that. 
and then the the mega mugs. I mean, holy cow, and the traditional tickets and so on. So all of that is coming up here on The Movie Show. The Movie Show. I guess you were right, Linus. I shouldn't have picked this little tree. Everything I do turns into a disaster. I guess I really don't know what Christmas is all about. Isn't there anyone who knows what Christmas is all about? On KSL News Radio 102.7 FM and 1160 AM. Wow. What? Gustavo. I know he has been a busy I mean, little This beaver. is like unbelievable. Gustavo, who is uh, now the official. Now, Andy is producing today, and yes. we so appreciate that. And we we've had grateful. several people pinch hitting. Frank Mueller has been just great. Nobody wants you know, to do it, but. Yeah, you know, and uh, <laughs> we had Kellyanne, who uh, was producing. Yeah, it's kind of like the short straw at KSL. But Gustavo, for some reason, has caught the vision. He has embraced his calling. His calling. I like that. And he's home going, oh, shoot me. Okay, so anyway. himself up now. All right. I'm thinking. Of a number? Of a number. Because it is time, ladies and gentlemen, for another rousing rendition. We know the Vahe cannot win today. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) We've got him on the timer now. But he must it, have a special phone or something. It is. To, well, he's kind of a special person. Oh, there's that. So here we go, ladies and gentlemen. It is time for a little telephone torture. Why do you say it weird like that? I don't know. It's just tradition. I just want to put people in the Christmas spirit. Well, that should do it. I just You're breathy. <laughs> the ghost of Christmas torture. Okay, so, Steve. I'm thinking of a number. Oh, come on, Yeah, I'm thinking of a number. Okay, I'm thinking of a number. Okay, never mind. Take the first one. (laughs) Shut up. Six, Okay, I am thinking of caller number six at KSL Talk. Oh, uh, by the way. It's Christmas, by the way. By the way, who was the uh, winner of the Western Nut, you know, $50 gift card? I'm trying to remember the name. Oh, yeah, it was somebody from Sandy. Oh, oh, uh, Don. Don from Sandy. Don from Sandy, Utah. Yeah. Probably lives just around the corner from where we are right now. Yeah, he's coming Don, over to get his price. Congratulations. <laughs> that is a great gift. Oh, absolutely. But now we are at Telephone Torture. So we're looking for caller number six at KSL Talk because. Because you're mean? The great people. No. We are being benevolent. We are bestowing gifts. Our friends. What about the, the first five? At the mega. Well, they're losers. Oh. The first the <laughs> the first five just are not going to be they able could get to. A- to get look how he's flashing his shirt now you know it's just kind of just frightening you know you're going to walk into the wrong store and do that and you're going to get arrested that's so that's happened already that's already that thus the ankle bracelet okay so the megaplex theaters they have stepped up in a big time holiday way we love the traditional gift which of course the two drinks the tub of popcorn and the two tickets but wait there's more but wait Today, for Christmas Eve, there is more. There's the Spider-Man package that's got, uh, you know, all kinds of collectibles and so on. Go ahead. Pretend like you know what that doll is. Yeah, I don't know. And then the Mega Tub. Yeah, with the 2022 on it. This is the Mega Tub. And you get the little, yes, it's like a licensed decal. Yeah. They, they put a little tag on the handle. So it extends all through the year 2022. You'll yeah. be able to get that great, great deal. Yeah. This is amazing. And he mentioned, too, the mega mugs. And, I mean, it's a plethora of great gifts. A genuine Christmas gift. So, all right. Now, I'm going to tell Ty 
to be really quick on the handle today because we we got a lot of losers to handle. Oh boy! And we and we handle it so delicately. I kind of want Ike to call back. And we're, <laughs> he was great. Maybe instead of being the last loser, he can be a, a first loser. Do you or think something. he maybe could be a winner? Well, that could happen. You never know. So here we go. Let's go to our phone lines and find out on telephone torture who the first potential winner is. Hi, who's this? <laughs> off to a good start. Yeah, we're off to a really good start. Hello? Hi, Hello. who's this? Hello? Hello? It's Vicki. Vicki, how are you? I'm a loser, but I can't top the uh, loser yesterday, so I oh. won't even try. Aren't you going to give us a little speech? Aren't you going to sing a <laughs> tune or recite some poetry? I thought we were going to have to play him off. You I know, know. Like I did, music. too. You, you sure you no, don't want to? I, I, no, I think it's a piece of Steve's loser T-shirt, though. Ooh. Ooh. Well, I, I can cut out a little section of that, and we'll get it to you. Can I take just it off first? cut out that big circle. <laughs> no. We'll just use a blowtorch, and we'll we'll just get that off. Well, See, you're... You're giving him ideas, Vicky, and uh, okay, Vicky, you know what we got to do. Yep, you got to loserize me. All right, here we go. Bam. See, that's kind of kind. Yeah, he's warming up. He's warming up. His his little finger is quivering over Beck. He's waiting for a Becker. Okay, let's go back to the phone line. And hi, who's who's this? Hello. Hey, is this KSL? This is KSL. All right. All right. How you doing? <laughs> I'm doing good. Are you really? Uh oh. Yeah. I want so you to. Th- I want you to think about that. <laughs> Numbers, maybe he called oh. about something else. Numbers. Yeah, that's right. He's going. Hey, what time is the Christmas special where You're Doug Wright stars as Frank in uh, the uh, drama? Oh, yeah. That's who a, chooses six. <laughs> I know. That's I know. what I thought. It is. It is number six, and you are number two. Which just kind of means. Oh, what a what a loser! Oh, that's true. loser, loser, tie, hit it. Here we go. I know. I'm seeing it. her. All right. Softly as I leave you is the album that "Here's to the Losers" comes from, and there's a picture of Frank. Frank he is looks forlorn. He looks forlorn. He he's very deep in thought. He is contemplating the fact that, that why I have did I do actually this song? recorded a song called Here's to the Losers. <laughs> we ought to put that up on the movie show page. That you is, know. Matthew, you are brilliant. Yeah, I, Matt's great. All of a sudden, I'm, I was noticing that every movie we talk about, the movie we talk about is appearing on this screen. And then we're talking about Here's to the Losers. That, And all of a sudden, I'm thinking that we're engaged in a Christmas miracle. Either and that or I want to know how bored Matt is. Over. <laughs> I know, Matt's just going, I'm bored out of my mind. Oh, my goodness. Okay. Yeah, it's from it's from the album Softly, As I Leave You, one That's, of the great um, cuts. I did not know that. And look, Here's to the Losers is on the cover. That's amazing. Huh. All right. Speaking of losers, let's go back and find out who our next loser meanwhile, is. Here I'm, meanwhile, back in loserdom. Hi, who's this? Uh-oh, I heard a click. Click. Hello? 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 How you doing? I'm doing good. What is your name? Allison. What is it again? Allison. Allison. Now, have you ever been referred to as Allison the Loser? No. Yes, I think I have. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, well, we... 
We are here to confirm that on the movie show today. Okay. With our deep apologies. No, there's no apologies because it's a mark of honor to be a loser on the movie show. Well, there it is. You know, Steve's wearing the shirt. I looked at that T-shirt and they sold out. I know. I know. You know, the loser T-shirts went so fast for years and years and years. We told the KSL Promotions Department. Don't do a winter shirt. This is pre-Ike. And I said, we need a loser T-shirt. And I remember, oh, but. Yeah, lo- I, did. I tried. I tried and tried. I know. That's uh-huh. negative. And we go, not on the movie show. It's a badge of honor. So when we finally did, we printed an equal amount of loser T-shirts and an equal amount of winner T-shirts. Guess which ones went at least two or three to one. We gave shirt. the oh, other thought... ones to the car wash so they could use <laughs> yeah, no, no, they're, they're being archived <laughs> somewhere. Well, oh, Allison, with, with our warmest wishes for a happy, <laughs> happy holiday season, Ty, let's just complete that thought here. Oh, don't beg her. Here we go. Ooh, wow. <laughs> That's brutal. Ty not happy working Christmas Eve. Okay. Huh? <clears throat> All right, now let's go back to the phone line, and this is loser number four. Hi, who's this? This is Zachary Marks. <laughs> Zachary Marks, how are you? I'm doing really awesome. How are you? Well, we're doing awesome, too, but I think we're awesomer than you are right now because you have joined the annals. You have joined the ranks of losers here on the movie show. How does that make you feel on Christmas Eve? That makes me feel really happy. (laughs) (laughs) I like this guy. I like this guy, too. Twisted all the way through, fully appreciates the glory of the movie show. You can't touch him. He's Teflon. There's all kinds of honors in this world, and being a loser on the movie show is just one of the great ones. So, Ty, let's just bring him into the club here. You lose. Good day, sir. Okay. Yeah, I can live with that. Yeah, okay. Now, this is caller number five on I'm glad line, you're keeping track. Who has the dubious honor of being the last loser. Come Am on I going to be the last loser of you, 2021? No, no. You're going to be the last loser before Christmas because you'll have another chance to be a loser <laughs> next week. That's got to make you feel better. Yeah, so be hopeful. Oh. Well, okay. Thanks, Doug. No, what's your name? We 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 yeah. got to fess up here. I'm Renee. Renee, Renee, the loser. What do you think? It doesn't have a ring. <laughs> you know, it's something well, that it's not... everybody ought to be proud it's... of. That. Well, it's not the Christmas miracle I was hoping for. But <laughs> hey, I got to wish you a merry Christmas. So. Well, we wish you a very, <sighs> very. Merry Christmas, and we're just going to... There's not a Hallmark movie that could make that right. We're going to top off that great sentiment of Steve and I, the entire movie show. We love you. We wish you a very Merry Christmas, but, you know, we can't deny the fact that you're a loser. Ty, go for it. You didn't win the prize? You know what that means? It means you have no skills and you're a loser! (laughs) (laughs) We may have a new Beck. Ooh, that one was a good one. Yeah. All right. And sorry. Nah, no, we're not sorry at all. Renee did not deserve that at all. Sure she did. No. She embraced it. Oh, Douglas, no. She was taking so much pride in being the last loser of 2021, and she's not. We're going to heck in a handbasket. Maybe you are. Okay, now we go back to the phone line, and hi, who's this? 
Hello. <laughs> the crickets are our winner today. The crickets have won the prize, which means you and I are splitting it. We finally. Okay. Hi. Who's this? Hello. Just because you say it more authoritatively doesn't mean. Hello. Merry Christmas, Doug. Well, well, Merry Christmas to you. Who is this? This is Jeffrey. Jeffrey. We have some really good news for you. This is a big deal. You ready? Yeah. Get <laughs> drum roll on that. We're really pulling out all the stops. I wonder today. if it's G E O F F or if it's yeah. Are you a G Jeff or a J a Jeff? British Jeff? I am a J E F F E R Y. All right, uh, Jeffrey. Perfect. All right, you are not a loser on the movie show. <laughs> you are a big <laughs> wiener. Wiener. Of course you are. We need to find out what these people are I on. Know. <laughs> <laughs> There's something in the eggnog today, ladies and gentlemen. Okay. Oh, yeah. So, oh, yeah. So you have won not only the traditional, you know, Megaplex goodie plethora of wonderful things, yeah. but we are throwing in the special Spider-Man collectibles, and you're getting a mega tub that will have the 22 tag on it. So all through next year, yeah. you're going to be awash in popcorn. You're going to get the mega mugs, and there you go. You're not and, even going to mention the Funko Pop Well, the Funko doll. dolls, and that was part of the collector's package that I you just didn't want to eloquently say mention. Funko Pop doll. No, I think they're really cool. You I have no, no idea. idea. <laughs> okay, so there's one little task, as you well know. Nothing. Oh, yeah. No, he's relishing this. Nothing in this world comes absolutely without some responsibility or a give back. So you've got the responsibility today, the day before Christmas, my friend. You've got the responsibility of making all of those losers feel just a little. You make little, it sound like he's donating a kidney. Just a little bit. This might be even worse. Okay. You, you got to well, make these turn losers. it over. Yeah. Let's turn it over to Mr. Frank Sinatra. Ooh. To the point. Way to go, Jeffrey. Right on. Okay, let's just savor Frank here. Nothing says Christmas like Frank. Here we go. I'm mesmerized by whatever Matt puts on the screen. I don't know why. Matt just brought up Frank singing "My Way" from 19. It could be a loser. Just in, you know, if you wow. think about it, that probably you know. Even though we didn't quite have the loser speech we had yesterday, this may be one of the paramount moments in telephone torture. Wow. Jeffrey's speech, or uh, Ike's speech from yesterday, has to go down. It goes down in the annals of of history. Yeah, it's right up there. You know, not quite Gettysburg Address, but close. Right there. Right right in that same league. Well, our big thanks to the Megaplex Theaters for for some inexplicable reason. Actually, sponsoring this. I know Blake's home flipping his Christmas lights on and off in different (laughs) colors and going crazy and going, why do. The Movie Show. Shoot your eye out, kid. Ho, ho, ho. On KSL News Radio 102.7 FM and 1160 AM. Hey, in, in just the, the couple of seconds we have, 
you know, I've, I've alluded to this, that it really was fun to put together something called a night shift Christmas. This was under the direction of um, Candace Madsen. I've, all over the years, I've really enjoyed working with Candace, whether it was in the news department, working on uh, back when I, I would fill in occasionally on uh, on Inside Edition, uh, Sunday Edition. And she has worked on the last two years putting these radio dramas together during the holiday season. Yeah. And they're based on true stories. Oh. And last year I narrated it. This year Jeff Kaplan narrates. And uh, this year they asked me if I would play one of the uh, the characters, old Frank, who goes back to, to work as a, a night watchman in, in this department store. And... It's it's such an interesting story, and the fact that it actually happened didn't happen at Christmas time. It happened more around Valentine's Day, the real story. And so it was so much fun to put it together, you know, a radio drama, and it's uh, it's coming up today. As a matter of fact, an hour from right now, there will be two airings here on KSL, uh, one today at noon and then one uh, tomorrow on uh, Christmas Day. So it's a, a night shift Christmas, and it was a lot of fun to work on, and I hope uh, you'll enjoy the movie show. You shall find the babe wrapped in swaddling clothes, lying in a manger. And suddenly there was with the angel a multitude of the heavenly host praising God and saying, Glory to God in the highest, and on earth peace, goodwill toward men. That's what Christmas is all about, Charlie Brown. On KSL News Radio 102.7 FM and 1160 AM. Uh, nothing like a Charlie Brown Christmas. You have the Best Christmas bumpers today. Don't we? Oh, I mean, my gosh. Gustavo has just gone nuts. I absolutely love that. So you're not hearing yourself? There we go. Are you, are you hearing? I'm I'm here. Okay. This, this is Deanne, who's joined us. I, I, I've met her. She's, I have my uh, own opening, but... Um, no, we're, we're going to play it here. But, oh. we, but we wanted to go Christmas first. Oh, I love the Christmas. Have you, have you noticed, it. D? we can never quite get the... the You've got yeah, the, the ropes the, needs the, to go the over wire the other. going over the top. There we go. <laughs> you know, it's not like this is your first rodeo. What is going on there? I just don't like this thing close to me. You know. Are you talking about me? <laughs> <laughs> okay, so let's let's. We, we need. She to, didn't clear that up. By the I way, I know. We need. I know. She just laughed, kind of uncomfortably, like. Eh, yeah, okay. All right. Here's uh, the official opening of the quirky pick of the week. It's the official quirky pick of the week on the KSL Movie Show. It does sound like, you know, we're getting into a big game show. Uh, Yeah, I feel like we're about to watch, uh, what was that show? The the Dating Game. The Dating Game. It is like the Dating Game, kind of, yeah. It is. Okay, Deanne, what are we going to look at Now you're host. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, not me. I just happen to be passing by. Um, Well, we have been watching some favorites together last night. Did you finally finish Centennial so we could move on to something else? Oh, Oh, yeah. We're done with Centennial. See, we haven't talked about that for three weeks. (laughs) We got to the 70s and we ended. If you (laughs) had noticed. Well, I usually hang on every word, but... (laughs) Okay, guys, uh. stop, stop. I'm here now, so focus on Oh, me. it's all about you. It's all about me. Uh, okay, it's all about Dave. So we watched Love Actually last night. Yeah. We just kind of rolled by it. We were wrapping I some gifts that. and things. And we watched a sanitized version. You know, we, we were How wrapping. they do that? We were wrapping oh, presents. super sanitized. You, you can take one whole storyline, the, the, the little Mark young Campbell couple. The Mark Campbell story is gone. Were, it was are, gone. And then. They took know, it out? And, and they took out <laughs> some of the really. Uh, really raunchiness of uh, Uncle Billy, who's you know doing the song, you know. Oh, and, yeah, the Bill Nye. Yeah, and so 
but it it, it was really it must have been a lot shorter. You it was, but I mean when you take out that one whole storyline. Yeah. But it it was something you could watch with grandma. Well, I called it up on just on demand. We have Com- Comcast, so I guess it was. Well, their, how do you find version. that version though? Well, I just said. It Love was Hulu, Ad- wasn't it? No, I thought it was on-demand, Comcast on-demand. I could be wrong, but I, I, I think... There were lots of ads for Hulu yeah. that were going on. Well, maybe that. you're right. But, I don't but know. it only had like one ad, then it went right back to the story. So. Huh. And then also I watched the first... And I kind of want to remind people of this because we've talked about it the last two years. I watched the first 2018 version, Christmas Chronicles with Kurt Bester. Oh. Kurt Bester. Yeah, that's right. He's, he's out there dri- driving. He's probably running Pretty soon, Kurt Bester will be Santa Claus. I mean, he's such a part of Christmas. Kurt Merry Christmas. becomes Kurt Russell. Merry yeah. Christmas, Kurt. Both Kurts. <laughs> Kurt Russell. And, uh, you know, I don't know if I'd watched it since 2018. I think it's really magical and kind of a classic. And, and I, I like happen, it too. we happen to be babysitting. You were babysitting in other areas and helping other family members, but I was with our little two year old grandson. And even though the plot was, you know, way more more than he could comprehend. He loved Santa. He loved the elves. Yeah. It was really it, kind of fun watching it with the little kids. So I'd like to come back and then watch the 2020. But do you remember Kurt Russell singing in that? Oh, yeah. yeah. Do you remember Santa he, Claus is back in town? Yep, that's yeah, right. It was right. an Elvis Well, thing. remember, he played Elvis. Yes. He played and Elvis, so he... but I looked it up in the Elvis movie. He did not really sing. They had a singer for him, although he gave a very good portrayal. He did really sing in this. He's, yeah. He sings. You oh, know? yeah. So, I like both those movies. I'm looking forward to seeing. Yeah, I want to catch Christmas Chronicles too. I hope too, they just do another one. one. To be honest, I yeah. looked that up and it said it's not slated, but I I thought everybody really liked him. It was a good Netflix production. Yeah, yeah. it really was. Yeah. Absolutely. So, so we'll go back. He and might catch be the that. coolest Santa Claus ever. Boy, no kidding. He was cool, and he was you know contemporary, and you know it's kind of snide, and and Mrs. Claus, she's so lovely. You know, yeah. Goldie Hawn was exactly. cute. So yeah. just a reminder to if you're looking for something on Christmas Day, those are both fun. Yeah, yeah. they are. Yeah. Yeah, and then, so we posted a couple on our social media. We posted the, we've already talked about this, one December night, the one that you guys, uh, you know, had yeah. both enjoyed. It oh, has the a, one with Bruce Campbell. Has Bruce a really Campbell. good cast. Yeah, yeah. Harry Hamlin. Harry Hamlin? Yeah. Right, yeah. So it or had, no, it was no, Peter, no, no, it was Peter, Gallagher. Peter, Peter Gallagher. Peter Gallagher. I, I kind of confuse them sometimes. Yeah. yeah, Peter Gallagher. You know, Peter Gallagher, Harry Hamlin, Kurt Bester, Kurt, <laughs> Kurt And Russell, Santa Claus. And Santa Claus, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so we watched that, and that was fun. And then we watched one that our daughter, Katie, and our daughter-in-law, Tyra, both really liked. And they kept saying we had to watch, and it was called Love Hard. And it was a, it's a Netflix show. Doesn't sound and like Will Ferrell will I'm be not starring to watch in this these or kind something. Of movies. Yeah, well, that's, it, it has that ring, doesn't I don't it? Get, but it's not. I don't get the title. It stars Nina Dobrev. Oh, Wasn't yeah, she the Dobrev, Vampire yeah. Diaries? She's yeah, the best yeah. friend of Julianne Huff. And she was really cute in it. And, and the storyline I thought was so interesting. It was she was catfished. Do you get what that is? Do you yes. know what catfishing is? When okay. you pretend to be something you're not. Right. She Happens was, to Steve all the time. <laughs> if you're doing online yeah. dating, I guess it's, it's you know, kind of a concern. And so she was catfished by this guy and very different than what she had anticipated. And um, it, it had a really contemporary edge to it. The jokes, yeah. they did the, the song, um, what's that, hor- that horrible song about... 
you really can't stay. Oh, oh, Maybe yeah. it's cold outside. Maybe it's cold oh. outside, but it was sanitized. Well, it, it was know. contemporized. They yeah. didn't, yeah. Well, and it was like, you know, I really can't stay. That's okay. I've got you an Uber. And, you know, <laughs> yeah. well, there's something in my drink. They, yeah, they cleaned it up a little. It's lemon liqueur, you know, <laughs> yeah. and I mean that kind of stuff. It was really cute, yeah. and it was huh. it was really clever and, and well done. Where do I see this? It was Netflix. Okay. It, it was Netflix. And, well, you and know. the setup on that, too, is important because she is frustrated, you know, she she's had a bad experience dating. Online digital dating has not worked for her. Well, she even writes a, a she, column about it. And she's it. turned it into a career. She writes about these horrific dates, and her publisher or her editor loves it. He's a really eclectic guy, and he's always demanding, okay, when's the next bad date? When are you going to write about this? And, you know, you get little flashes of these horrible dates that she's been on, like a romantic dinner, and all of a sudden the wife and the kids come through the front door. I mean, yeah, all. I mean, she's had some bad experiences. And this one, she's actually going to turn the tables and say, maybe there is the perfect guy. This guy that I have been going back and forth with on social Boy, media and and person. calling, they're and, across and, the country from each other. Yeah, they're they're chatting with each other, but uh, you know, and and we mentioned this at the end in in our comments. You know, it really kind of underscores: do you fall in love with the personality of the person, the wit of the person, the kindness of the person, or is it just physical? You know, is it you know? And th- this movie has a real interesting take on that. And it has a very diverse cast. That's fun, too. The parents and the, the siblings and everybody. It's, it's okay, very we, diverse. We've we got to tell this once. I told you off the air. You know how sometimes, you know, there, there's like a scene from, from Love Actually. Oh, right. And right. you know how it goes, who's there? Oh, it's, and, and he, she's reading the sign. It's, you know, carol singers. Well, in this movie, this Asian father has had it with the Mormons. <laughs> and he goes... It is, it's an ongoing He joke. goes, you know, if anybody, anybody knocks on the door, he goes, if it's the Mormons, I'm not converting. <laughs> and, you know, and it, it's it's a very sweet, funny gag. But they do the, the card. Yeah, but finally the at the end, when things, you kind of go, how is this going to go? That's what she does. And when he opens the door and the father, if it's the Mormons, you know, done, and, and she goes... Tell him it's the Mormons. It's it's printed on the card. <laughs> it's really cute, and they have an ongoing gag. How she says love actually is the worst Christmas movie ever. Right, right. So that's kind of and funny he too. thinks it's the best Christmas movie ever. Yeah, so it's so really the cute. odd couple. Yeah, yeah, it's really cute. Love hard. It's I hate the, the title. It's by a the horrible way. title. But oh, it it's is a, a horrible movie. title. It's a little spicy. I, you know, I mean, it's it's uh, it's got a little bit of naughtiness, but not too much. I want to give a shout out to the Utah Symphony. They were wonderful oh, last night playing amazing? the background for Home Alone. It was such a fun Christmas date that Doug and I had. Oh, yeah. had such a good time. It, it, you know, at, at some point you're so focused on the orchestra. And when they did the 20th Century Fanfare, and everybody's cheering, it was so much fun. Yeah, but and, would they do it? I oh, mean, yeah, that's exactly. what I mean. Exactly. You just go, they're actually doing this. And then to watch that movie and to hear the kids laughing, and pretty soon the orchestra just becomes part. You're, you're not watching the orchestra exclusively. And then all of a sudden you go, oh, my goodness, you hear something, and you go, the orchestra's doing that live. Yeah. 
It is magical. Can you imagine the prep it would take to oh, do yeah. something like that? This one, however, wasn't as tricky as some. Boy, there are some. And oh, like I, the Harry Potter? Oh, the Harry Potter thing. You know, when it just changes on a heartbeat. It changes here, and there's a flying scene, and then there's this. A, this was more lyrical with more yeah. Christmas. This was more I mean, of a score. Yeah. It was more yeah. almost like a symphony background. And I couldn't help but think the old thing that Henry Mancini mentioned once in an interview. He said, you know, the, the movie music of today will be the classical music of tomorrow. And there were some places afterwards while the credits were rolling where the symphony is just playing the magical music. And even after the credits stopped rolling, there was a big sign that came up that said Happy Holidays. Oh. And they continued playing variations on the theme. And I listened to it through the ears of of what Harry uh, of Henry Mancini said and it did it it it, it will be 50 years 100 years from now people are going oh, listen to this score from Silverado listen to this score from you know Home well Alone. and this one was John Williams so yeah, uh, very everything wonderful uh, yeah John Williams is amazing you know ET and or close encounters one of them when yeah. my car was stolen and everything was taken out of it the thing i missed the most was my two CD collection of the greatest hits of John Williams. Oh, really? I would play that, that driving to good. California a thousand times. It wasn't your Cabbage Patch doll? Well, that was second. Okay. Yeah. I <laughs> called him Butch. Good. Well, we need to say... <laughs> Stop. <laughs> well, I was going to say something. I'm I so glad Better I did not. I just wanted to wish yeah. our quirky picks fan Merry Christmas. Yep. <laughs> if we have one. Oh, hey, look, sure at, look at what Matt has up on the screen here. He's got the Utah Symphony performing... <laughs> How does he do? I don't know. He's oh like magical. This. We're there. He's, He's creepy magical. Yeah. It, it, you know, it was so much fun to be downtown. It what was so get, much fun. Look at that. This? Yeah. Oh, Amazing. And, yeah. Oh, you, you watch the movie a little differently in a concert hall with the score being played live. <laughs> you know, you really do. Incredible. Well, now uh, we're all distracted, aren't we? I know. We? Now okay. we're all watching TV while our listeners are going, hey, what about us? So I'm going to the grocery store. Do you need anything? Yeah. <laughs> Diet Coke. Okay. okay. I'm <laughs> on uh, my way. Pretty much the top of the list every okay. time. Every that's time. Right. Merry all Christmas, right. Dee. Merry Christmas to you, Dee. Thank you so hey, much. Okay. Thank you. That was, that was fun. The Movie Show. How could it be so? It came without ribbons. It came without tags. It came without packages, boxes, or bags. On KSL News Radio 102.7 FM and 1160 AM. Steve, we've mentioned a, a couple of the uh, the shows out there, and maybe we can just quickly, you know, run through some that uh, are maybe not the the big headliners. American Underdog, we talked about previously on one of the shows, but it's uh, it's coming back. Yeah, and that's the Kurt Warner story based on a true story. It's uh, he, he's a very Christian man, and his uh, wife. They have a beautiful story. Story, how he went from a grocery store clerk to becoming Super Bowl MVP. It's a remarkable story. Rated PG, uh, I give it a B. And let's just quickly mention Red Rocket. You said this is kind of a spicy meatball. Yeah, it's a guy who uh, was in the adult film industry, and he goes back to his hometown, and everybody already hates him, but we don't know why, uh, and then we learn why. He's just a horrible person. It's a kind of a funny movie, but it does have a lot of sass. That's Red Rocket, definitely rated R, and I gave it a C. Okay, now still to come, uh, Licorice Pizza. We'll talk about that and a journal for Jordan. We've got uh, the movie show Top Ten, which I'm cor- everybody's on Tenderhooks. Well, they were for shocked at the fact right that now. it wasn't on yesterday. So I, I know people have been, you know. And by the way, I know you know I Matt has been 
been bringing up everything that we mentioned. And so as he was walking away after we were watching the Utah Symphony and everything else, I said, hey, next we're going to talk about Carnival of Souls. He's got it up on the screen. I didn't think it was available. I know. Now he's got licorice pizza. I mean, you just say a word. Dog. I know. Dog. (laughs) Eureka. Maldonado Maldonado Miracle. (laughs) The Movie Show. I can't seem to find my toothbrush, so I'll pick one up when I go out today. Other than that, I'm in good shape. On KSL News Radio 102.7 FM and 1160 AM. Home Alone, I was watching that last night and just going, oh my goodness, you paint cans in the face. I mean, it's it's like the old frat stuff we used to see with Laurel and Hardy and used to see with Charlie Chaplin. And, you know, any one of those things would have killed somebody, but it's oh, yeah. it's hilarious. The paint can in the face. Oh, have and you the, seen the new commercial? The with- iron dropping down oh, on okay. Daniel Stern's face. <laughs> Oh, Catherine O'Hara has a commercial on now where yeah. she's like, Kevin, and yeah. she's looking for Kevin Hart. That was pretty funny. Yep. All right. So well, before we review another movie, and how about if we do uh, Licorice Pizza? Sure. A lot of people are asking me about that one. All right. Let's get a little sound now from a movie called Licorice Pizza. I met the girl on the Mary one day. How'd you become such a hot shot actor? I'm a showman. That's what I'm meant to do. This is faith that brought us here. Our roads took us here. I think it's weird that I hang out with Gary and his 15-year-old friends all the time. I'm not going to forget you. Just like you're not going to forget me. Cross. Okay, what do you think of Licorice Pizza? Well, uh, the, the backstory is that um, the young man who plays the lead in this, he's supposed to be a 15-year-old kid, is the son of um, a Philip Seymour. Or Philip um, Seymour Hoffman. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I can't remember his first name, though. It was driving me nuts. But it's been a while since I've seen this film. Um, it's set in the 70s, San Fernando Valley. He's uh, this 15-year-old entrepreneur who uh, he's just really good at finding stuff. Like, he starts selling waterbeds, uh, you know, and, and laughing, watching all the way they were setting them up and, and, and making such a big business out of it. Yeah. Uh, he meets this uh, young woman, but he's 15. She's 25. And she's like, oh, you're just a kid. Go away. Leave me alone. And he's madly in love with her. And, you know, it's, it's yeah. really kind of cute. But as the movie goes on, you know, it's like, um, okay, so really, where are we going to go with this? He's 15. She's 25. So that's the only part about the rest of it's charming and fun and, you know, really reflects the time period. And the music is brilliant. It's all from that that period. But I kept in the back of my mind, I kept going, so where are we going to go with this? And I'm not, and I don't want to give anything away, but I just not was happy. I was not happy with the yeah. direction they finally took it. But the rest of the movie is really quite charming. Interesting. And it has all that flavor. If you're from the 70s or you remember the 70s and the waterbeds and, and whatnot. I used to do the voice work for Renaissance waterbeds. Oh, I remember and, the Renaissance waterbeds. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, we, we of course, had one. And so one of the side characters, oh, he, he ends up buying a waterbed is John Peters. Remember, he was that producer that married um, Barbara's, Stra- or they were dating. He had the beard. And oh, he, yeah, yeah. John yeah, Peters, yeah. he was a producer. Right, right. And in one of the scenes that they keep showing in the trailer, he says, you know who my girlfriend is, right? He goes, oh, Barbara Streisand. He goes, it's Streisand. Tri- Streisand's, yeah, I got it. No, no, Streisand. So he's like crazy. John. Yeah. P- they make him look like he's just a lunatic. And that's Bradley Cooper playing that part. So there's a lot of little things about it that I that are cute, but mm, we're, yeah. we're resolved. I, I wasn't happy, but... 
You know, you mentioned Philip Seymour Hoffman. And, you know, as I was watching Power of the Dog, and I've noticed this before, do you know who kind of reminds me of him a little bit in stature and ability even is the guy that plays uh, Phil's brother in Power of the Dog. And it's Jesse. Is it is it Plemons? It's Plemons. Remember, Plemons. we had somebody. That's right. Correct Jesse, us on that. Jesse Plemons. For some reason. The stature and everything else, and the, he some does of the have diversity. that round face, and and he's he's got some chops. I mean, he plays oh, a very he's a great serious actor. role. He's been in goofy movies where he's played a whacked out German, you know, aristocrat. You know, his girlfriend is Kirsten Dunst, yeah, and that's how he yeah. ended up getting this part. Yeah. Somebody else was supposed to play that character, but you know, it just he. When you mentioned Philip Seymour Hoffman, what a loss! Oh, oh I hate no. the fact that he's gone. Yeah. All right. Uh, so Jesse Plemons, great actor. But so the uh, B minus for minus. licorice pizza. It's it's quirky. It's fun, and the resolution just wasn't for me. But okay, I, I really enjoyed most of this movie. Well, Stephen. Oh, by the way, licorice pizza was the name of a um, local record shop. Really? I was trying to figure out where did they come up with this name. Yeah, they go, Licorice no, it was Pizza. a record shop in San Fernando Valley called Licorice Pizza. All right, I had no idea. Yeah. Okay, I think it's time. I think I think we've we've kept people dangling for so long. Oh, I'm sorry, I hear the click, click, that click. I think it, turning the volume up is what you're saying. Oh yeah, that's yeah, that's what I meant. Yeah, ladies and gentlemen, <clears throat> it is time. Going to wake Lee up if you're not careful. The movie show. You've never seen this, have you, Lee? Uh-oh. No. The movie Look show. Look away. No, we we need we need the entrance again. My. <coughs> I was interrupted in my in my prep. And now. Bleat away, old Doug. Bleat. Ladies and gentlemen, it is time for the movie show. Top. <laughs> Ten Hello. I'm Mr. Ed. Inexplicable. <laughs> it is inexplicable. But it's very unique. Well, I'll give you that. Okay, it's time for the Movie Show Top Ten. Believe it or not, this is actually sponsored by our friends at Call Climate Services. So, the uh, number ten movie is Resident Evil without the evil herself. I mean, you know, whatever. Although I hear that it's actually a decent film, I mean, as far as horror goes. Yeah, about $17 million. Yeah, another 15 foreign. Clifford the Big Red Dog, kind of a fun movie. You know, you take the kids, you know. Actually, I, I like this movie. I do, too. So about $50 million domestically. Yeah. Eternals, which we're all still trying to figure out. And again, you know, I have to openly admit I am suffering from a little bit of superhero overdose. And uh, this... Well, especially when they introduce 10 new people. Well, this is a whole new deal. And they're the Eternals, and you, you kind of go, now, wait a minute, they've been around for 7,000 years, and this is what they're doing? Yeah, they just kind okay. of been hanging around watching Earth. like. Yeah, whatever. Uh, Pushpa, The Rise, Part 1. I'm clueless. Not nearly as good as part two, but no, I no idea. No I was going to look this up, and I for, suddenly realized, oh, crap. You done, I think it's probably from India. You done went and forgot. Well, yes, but uh, normally okay. movies that sneak in like that are, are made in India. They have yeah. a huge following. House of Gucci. The one memorable performance there is Lady Gaga. She was oh, amazing. I thought you were going to say Jared Leto. Oh, I hated his character. He made the little... 
you know. What was that character? Luigi or Louie or something like that. But, you know, sometimes was, when Jared does his thing, it's a little too much. Over the top. Yeah, that no might have been it. Anyway, it's made $45 million, but Lady Gaga was great. Yeah, she kind of wore me out towards the end, though. Did she? Did she? She just whined. <laughs> well, that was for the part last of the deal. half of the movie. I mean, that's part of the deal, I guess. Okay, Nightmare Alley. This is a weird movie, but I have to admit, I was mesmerized by this film. The performances are amazing. It takes you kind of through that whole carnival, you know, side, and the With mesmerizing the and the mystery involved, and how far this can go, you know, and the old David Strathairn character who had the handbook on what to do, and the Bradley Cooper character goes, ooh, what could I do with that? And he said, you only take this to a point. You don't do the spook show. You don't start, you know, because everybody's being fleeced just by well, being. And everybody wants to be connected with their, yeah. you know, past right. relatives. So, but, Oh, my goodness. He takes that to the extreme. And let's say it goes full circle on him. But, you know, the, the thing about this movie is it's Guillermo del Toro, and he is brilliant. I mean, Guillermo. he does. Does the film noir with, I know. with the carnival? This is film noir it's gritty in, in color, and it's you know it's kind of brilliant. No, it, and it, no it, one it is, it and really no one is. has gone to see this. I know nobody, and but it, oh, it's it's a tough watch in some places. I was fascinated. You know, by I was it. too. I was mesmerized, which is kind of what he was. He was a mesmerist. Yeah, he was, he was a mentalist. Yeah, a mentalist. Ghostbusters Afterlife, so much fun. If you haven't seen this. Go see it. If maybe something, maybe you're not in the mood for the Matrix or whatever, go to Ghostbusters Afterlife. And I get it's fan service, but it also creates a new way, place to go Yeah. instead of just that. That's right. West Side Story, I have told so many people yesterday when I was talking to Jeff, you know, this is a movie you've really got to see. I think that it is wonderful. I think that it's brilliant. I think it is respectful of this amazing story. But, again, that master's touch of Steven Spielberg, he inserts in such brilliant and subtle and beautiful ways his style into this movie without detracting from it. I loved West Side Story. It is still my pick of the year. I thought, you know, of all the stuff that he's done in his life, this might be the most challenging and most interesting. I, I, I fell in love with this movie, and I know this story backwards and forwards. And for those who say, well, it's the same movie, you've missed the point. Oh, you've missed the point, and you've missed the subtleties. Yeah. You've missed a little bit of arranging, rearranging of the the furniture, as it were. Right. I you mean, that one, that one little thing of having Rita Moreno sing somewhere where yep. you have a character that has the perspective to That's know right. where are we going to end up instead of two kids just, you know, fresh, you know, the, the, Tony and Maria. They don't know what they're looking forward to or backwards to. And in the original movie, we didn't get the futility. Of these groups hating and fighting each other. Or the respect for the, As, oh, of the it, Puerto Ricans. Oh, it, it was just, and, and the subtle, so much different. the subtle rearrangement and the, 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 like Officer Krupke not being in front of Doc's store, but being in the, in the police station. Yeah. What a, what a, oh, it, it was There's just, so many things that are different about it. It's brilliant. Yeah, and, oh, I love that movie. Oh, I wish people would go see this movie. Encanto, the sweet little movie. What a great film from Disney to go see at this time of year. And again, I'm, I'm loving the fact that uh, we're exploring in animation now, not in a fanciful, white world way right we're taking a this look is from colombia yeah we're taking a look at other cultures yeah. and and seeing 
through their eyes. And then Spider-Man No Way Well, I just Home. mentioned Encanto yep. is opening also today on Disney+. Plus. That's right. And then Spider-Man No Way Home. I'm a big Spider-Man fan, but I'm not I'm not one of the diehards. I'm, I'm not in the nerdery on these. I enjoyed this, but I thought it, it was just an overdose. Well, I, you know, based on these numbers, I, oh. I can't even... I know you, you hardly dare say anything because you feel like, well, look at that guy. He's, boy, he's out of the loop. Well, in 10 days, it's now at $814 million as of yesterday morning. Right. And it is now the number three movie in the world and the number one domestic film. Well, and, and you know, it's in not... In 10 days. It's not like we panned this movie. It's something you've absolutely got to see. Oh, yeah. But, you know, this is a movie for the... The nerdery. I mean, they're going to go see this movie 14 times. It is going to have legs like you cannot believe among Spider-Man fans and the the Marvel universe. But wow, you know, we we get we get a lot of universes colliding here. We get a lot of bad guys, a lot of good guys from all the different stories. It is a smorgasbord of Spider-Man. And this one tells me that there's a lot of fan service going on here, and oh. I'm not sure what we're looking forward to exactly. I but know. Where is this leading us, Stephen? Yeah, it just feels like, yeah. Uh, anyway. Yeah, but, you know, as we already alluded to earlier when we were talking with Jeff, this is on easy target to hit $1 billion. It will be the first, you know, non-Chinese movie to hit a $1 billion in the last couple of years. So. And we'll see if China blinks and decides to show yeah, it. Yeah, decides to show it, you know, if there's an uprising or something. <laughs> Would that be fun? Because there are lots of Spidey fans over there as well. Sure. The Movie Show. Ah, fragile. It must be Italian. Oh, I think that says fragile. Oh, yeah. On KSL News Radio 102.7 FM and 1160 AM. Okay, we're a little close to the top of the hour, so let's uh, do without the sound. But a journal for Jordan. Tell us your thoughts on that, Steve. Uh, it's Michael B. Jordan. The title has nothing to do with that. It's the kid that they create, he and his wife. Uh, he's a military guy, uh, been in the uh, Marines for several tours. Uh, this is directed by Denzel, and it's based on a true story. And it's just this first Sergeant Charles King is such an incredible man and the relationship that they develop and they have a child, uh, but he's away in uh, Afghanistan or or Iraq and he starts keeping a journal, things that he wants to tell his son just in case he doesn't make it back. Wow, wow. And it is so heartwarming, touching, patriotic. How do we see it? Uh, it's in theaters. It's in theaters it's right in now. Theaters right now. Uh, a journal for Jordan. I, the, you've seen no anything on this except yeah. the fact that it's Denzel directed right. PG thirteen. Beautiful film. If you want a, an inspiring movie about a, a wonderful love story, it's a slow cooker. I mean, yeah. it's just about their life, and it's just a gorgeous little film. All right, a journal for, for Jordan. Jordan. Yeah. That does it. Merry Christmas from all of us here on the movie show. Thank you again for all you do here listening uh, to the movie show. You're, you're such an important part of the program. Steve, Merry Christmas. Merry, yeah, Christmas, Merry Christmas to everybody Christmas. here. And tonight, when you go home, please make sure that you hug the people you love. Go ahead as well. Down Salt Lake City. A gun in the face. Then all of a sudden, they all kind of lined up. They pointed their guns at me. And this is the point where I thought, I'm going to die today started two years of horror for an American in Venezuela. They said, you need to give us your phone and get ready because you're coming with us. I'm Becky Bruce, and I spent a year researching and piecing together Josh and Tammy Holt's story about their ordeal in a notorious prison. That's when everything started to turn bad. We had another 
pound on the door. Boom, boom, boom. And there was the police once again. You can binge all of the episodes of Hope in Darkness on kslpodcasts.com or wherever you get your podcasts.